Hey, rock stars, I'm JB, expert salesperson and master presenter. I'm the doctor, psychologist, and behavioral expert. This is the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab Podcast. We're high-performance coaches that help service-based professionals and entrepreneurs take their skills to the next level. 70% of entrepreneurs fail, which is why every week we have real talk with real entrepreneurs to help ensure you are not one of them. We're also the inventors of the Be Rich Mindset, where we rise to mastery, inspire greatness, celebrate knowledge, and help others along the way. So join us in the lab. And now, on to the show. What's up, everybody? I'm JB. I'm the doctor. And we're here in the Better Business Brewing Live Q&A, which is also released on our podcast. So if you happen to be watching us live, first of all, thanks for joining us. We're super excited to have you. If you are catching this on a replay, though, which is also quite likely, uh, thank you for, for checking us out there. And if this is your first time, holy crap, mind blown. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight because on our, on our Better Business Brewing, we do one thing very different than we do on our podcast. It's completely spontaneous. It's completely improvised, which we love. And it also includes a drink, which we also maybe love. Sometimes. So we would if, love you're watching us, today. if you're watching us live, grab a drink. And if this is on a replay and it's Monday morning on your commute to work, um, maybe don't grab a drink. That's okay, too. But I do have a drink here. What are you, you have? drinking anything tonight, Doc? Requiring wine just me. Am I, am I solo? All right. Drinking? So I got, I got a little something here. I don't know if you can see what I'm drinking. Uh, Phantom. Um, okay. Phantom here. There's a story behind Phantom. Phantom's Bogle Vineyards. It's out of uh, uh, Lodi area, California, Delta area. Uh, kind of the Zen world there. But uh, my wife and I, when we first bought our first house 20 25 26 years old we bought our first house we bought this house we couldn't afford anything right the only furniture we had doc was a hand-me-down bed and a hand-me-down couch for my parents and two folding chairs um so that's about it so we had no money to buy furniture but we did have enough money to buy some of our first bottles of wine as a moved-in couple and that was phantom so now I don't go looking for phantom but every now and then I'll catch it I happen to catch this one at Costco who's welcome to sponsor us along with Bogle Vineyards uh, and I said, all right, I have to get a couple bottles because every time I see it, it's just a reminder of like 13, 14 years ago when my wife and I moved in, we had nothing except a nice bottle of wine. And so now I get to drink that. Has don't the wine wife, aged as gracefully as you two? I don't know about that, but I'm sitting here drinking it by myself. So just, just mums the word on this one, maybe she, uh, she might get a little jealous. She finds out I'm drinking, uh, the phantom by myself. So. I will not do anything. Hold on while I text somebody. Totally unrelated. <laughs> in, the mean, in the meantime, totally cheers to all of you. If any of you are out there listening live and you happen to be the area of my office, which I'm not going to say right now, but if you happen to know where it is, feel free to drop off a delivery of any kind of alcoholic beverage. I would be more than happy to consume it. But unfortunately, I am at work and did not get to plan that part ahead. <laughs> That is a total bummer, man. I do have some nice water. It's very refreshing and cold. Mm. This better this better business brewing. I don't know, man. Uh, every month, same night of the month. Just just bring some. Just bring something with you. Don't 
don't have a coughing attack on me. This is why you should be drinking alcohol and not water. Are you sure there's water in there? That cough was kind of reminiscent of tequila. That was like a tequila cough. It was, my body was expecting some tequila or hoping for some tequila, but it was just water. <laughs> so I got too excited to drink that in Yeho, man. A little smoother. Again, so, anybody out and about that would like to deliver, I'm okay with that. All right. Well, it, it, it's what it is. I'm not driving anywhere. I'm not allowed to legally drive anymore. It's not because I'm drunk. It's because I don't get any sleep. And so they're like, hey, that's worse than drinking and driving is when you don't have enough sleep and you're driving. So I, I, that chair right behind me, that's for me to pass out at after I finish my bottle of wine. Tommy is driving home right now from baseball, so he might be a, a person that can drop some off. Who is Tommy? Tommy Demisa is in our comments saying, oh my congrats gosh. on the success of your show. <laughs> Tommy D, I freaking love it, man. Are you coming back from a Mets game? I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to knock on you for going to a Mets game. I know that's where you were at. It must've been. Uh, I freaking love seeing him. Are you texting and driving, dude? You better not be. <laughs> better than that drinking is awesome. Driving, so definitely don't do that. Yeah. And, and Tommy, thank to you. Um, T Tommy reached out to me when I had my, my kid not that long ago and was like, I don't care if I'm not going to see you. I don't care if I'm not going to hear from you, but you better be sending me some pictures. So I, I owe this dude some photos. I'll get them to you, buddy. I promise. Hopefully of the child. Oh, it's his son's game. Okay. Well, that's even more exciting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is better chance of winning. I love it. I love that you're watching on LinkedIn too, man. That is, that is freaking awesome. Um, Doc, what are we talking about tonight, dude? What, what's what's top of mind? Oh, we're not just going to talk about tequila that you're going to get me? Uh, I didn't know I had into tequila. I thought we were like bourbon guys. I thought that was our, our, our jam. If you know one thing about me, you know I don't discriminate. That's across That's the board. That's true. That includes liquor, too. That's, that I is true. Open. I'm not a tequila guy. I swore off tequila years ago. Not because of a bad experience, but because of multiple bad experiences. So I had to get rid of tequila. Too many, too many bad experiences when I was young. But um, I, so I, I swore am, off bad tequila. Well, yeah. That's right. I learned. It was when I was younger, tequila no go. Tequila bad. But then I just realized it was just bad tequila is bad. But good tequila is good. Can be. And that that's like, you give me a really good Añejo. You give me, you know the right tequila or a margarita and, and, and I'm on board, but we could, we could talk about drinking all night and not accomplish much. Um. <laughs> like how you're saying things. <laughs> Dude, Tommy, can, can you just join us on the show every night? <laughs> I, I'm enjoying you, man. I, we like your son too. He's going to say, he's bring the right, son on the show. Right he's the one, he's the, he's the one with the good ideas. Hey, his kids are pretty sharp. Tommy's Tom told me some stories about his kids. And they, they got good heads on their shoulders. That's, that's good to hear. Yeah. So what are we talking about, JB? What I don't do know. We got, we, got a, we, got, we got a lot to talk about, man. I was thinking about this, and, and I was thinking about, um, of course, top of mind for me is the impact of sleep <laughs> on, on, our, on our days and our schedules because I'm getting none. I, I got to tell this story. So um, I'm reaching out to a client and I'm following up and I'm like, hey, did you get uh, my FedEx? And I'm going to be in meetings all day. So just uh, 
just text me back or something, or we can chat tomorrow. And, and of course, what happens is she has not received my FedEx that I sent to her yet. And she can, she then turns and, and calls me like four times in a row because <laughs> clearly I'm not going to be around all day. I'm in back to back meetings. Went, went, you know, right past her the moment she realized she didn't, she didn't have this FedEx. So I, I'm thinking to myself, okay, I got to track this FedEx. I got to, I got to pull up the overnight label and track this FedEx. Um, I just don't get it. I mean, I, I texted her, I sent it to her. I, I know it was there, but I like literally cannot remember going to FedEx. I cannot for the life of me remember. So I'm talking to my wife and I'm like, but weren't you in the like car with me? Cause it was, it was like Saturday morning. I said, weren't you in the car with me? And, and I said, we had to stop at FedEx. And then we stopped at FedEx and she says, yeah, I, I, I remember that kind of, but I don't remember FedEx. And I was like, well, neither do I, but I, I told this person that I definitely FedEx them. Uh, well, so I look at my car and there's nothing there. And I'm like, well, what's that in my wife? Ice car, and, and you got to appreciate we have almost the same car, so it's just a different color. So it's kind of like hard to figure out which one you're in sometimes. And uh, long story short, I'm going to track this label. I, it, it says it's been created, but it hasn't shipped. So is it me or is it FedEx? Well, I, I get into this car, and I swear, to, I swear, in my life that it was just sitting right there in the chair. I had in my head up here. I had I had shipped that FedEx envelope, but out here in the world there. There was no, there was no stop at FedEx. It just never happened. That's what happens when you don't get enough sleep. That's what happens when you don't get enough sleep. You just like, you make, you make shit up in your head. I mean, it's, <laughs> you just make it up. Thought something happened, didn't happen. Some would say you make ship up. Yes, ship up. That's, uh, that's exactly what I said, Thomas. <laughs> Tommy's like jumping off the show. He's like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but so maybe you want to give a little context to this because I'm not sure all of our listeners are quite caught up with your life um, as they should be. And of course, you should be listening to our podcast that came out uh, on Monday where we talk a little bit about this. And we had an amazing guest, uh, Abby Millinger, who is one of our most entertaining episodes in, in quite a while. Not a slide anybody else, but it was really fun. Um, it was a really great episode. So if you haven't listened, you should, uh, but maybe JB update people a little bit on why you're not getting any sleep. Yeah. It's a, it's a bawling, crying, screaming, pooping, eating. He's getting sleep infant newborn, uh, just a few weeks old, depending on when you're, when you're listening or watching this. So it's, um, it's an amazing thing, you know, not getting sleep. And Tommy's asking about poly polyphasic sleeping, polyphasic. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you know what that is, doc? I feel like you should know what this is. You well, can just say, yes usually mean poly is usually more than one and then phasic. So that means more than one phase sleep. I'm going to just guess. So no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you broke that down pretty nicely. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's napping throughout the day. Like, like my infant's doing, he sleeps all day long and then doesn't sleep at all at night. I don't know. Uh, but, but I do have to say sleeping with um, other people. I mean, Polly, that could be sleeping with other people. I mean, <laughs> I'll give that a try. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself out there and get myself in trouble, but you know, there's, there's certain things that sound better than what I'm going through right now. So, uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, any, anything that would help me get a little bit more rest would be great because it, it does impact you, right? Lack of sleep impacts you. We talked about this. Um, we've got a, a new masterclass coming out actually that we, we actually chat about this. 
the impact of sleep and, and how important it is. Uh, cause I'm just not getting it and I'm feeling it and seeing it. And I, I track a lot of my results and, and I measure that stuff and I, it, it's real, right? The performance is dropped. So it is tiny naps. It's like, tiny it is naps. tiny naps. Who was that? Was that Ben Franklin or Thomas Edison? I mean, you could say it was like anybody back then and nobody's really going to know, but there was one of those guys did that. Like he, he didn't sleep through the night. He just took naps when he was tired. And that was that. It was one of those I think guys. they tweeted about that. Didn't one of those guys, they did tweet about that. So I don't know which one it was, but I yeah, do remember yeah, that tweeting. Right, right at, right after the, the civil war, they tweet, they tweeted that. That's how they got past it. Uh, <laughs> now there was, there was somebody that, that uh, I'm blanking on which one it was. It was Edison or Franklin. I'm pretty sure that did that. Uh, very eccentric dudes, both of them. Well, if I don't it was know. Edison, it was probably actually Tesla. Oh, <laughs> that was a science joke for all you that might have got that. I, I I appreciate that. Tiny tiny naps would be great. I mean, if I could control my tiny naps, it's like the challenge is like I can't take tiny naps throughout the day. I don't I don't schedule myself out that way. I, I kind of wish I did now. It tricks your brain and gets you into REM quickly. Man, I'm on board to try anything. For the next six months, I'll, I'm going to give it a shot. You're going to just nap every hour. I'm just going to be like, are you working? I'm going to be like, no, I'm napping. This is this, this is just as important. Uh, it, it's, I mean, it's I actually crazy, will though. be doing some research after because I'd be interested to see how the, the data on that, because it is in opposition of what you would think when you're thinking of more uh, silical sleep, uh, where they want you to stay on the same kind of schedule. Well, well, they say deep sleep is really the most restful sleep right it's not the rem phase it's the it's the it's not rem it's it's your actual deep sleep which is really only like 90 minutes and it's earlier in the night i think um mm -hmm. i feel like i learned that from fitbit or something that's a very <laughs> strong strategy yeah the the, the true well, expert go to sleep. the fitbit go to go to the fitbit app it tells you everything until it breaks which mine did multiple times uh but no and that is like, also the important get, get, time for your brain to store everything too so that that is why sleep the, is super important the rem or the deep or just in general uh it goes through both of those but it's generally more into the the deep for this deep deep storage that's when your body also sucks down and repairs because it's not doing anything else um but there is some aspects of it happening in REM also. Well, you could be bullshipping me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. So I'm going to take your word on it. Sure. Uh, it, 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 it is probably both. I, I mean, this, this is a big deal though, right? So, so culturally, I want, I want to talk about this for a little bit. Um, do for the most part, is sleep really celebrated? I don't think it is. I think like the hustle working 19 hour days, being that Elon Musk sleeping under your desk on a factory floor is like the, it's like the sexy thing right now. Uh, I don't think getting sleep's a sexy thing for most people. Maybe, maybe it ought to be. I think there is a shift. I think that was more of the the hustle culture from a few years back. Uh, I think you think that culture is gone. I don't think it's gone, but I think we're starting to see the shift towards people understanding self care is is more important. Um, and we do have a lot of like those thought leaders that people do listen to quite a bit that do talk about self care more and more now. So it's starting to pick up some of that the momentum, which is true. Sleep is important. Um, you listen to someone like Gary Vee when he talks about it, you know, thing he never sacrifices is his sleep because he realizes how important it is. He's busy as, you know, can be, he says, you know, when he's up and, and running and very planned out, but doesn't sacrifice any sleep. 
And granted, he probably doesn't have a newborn at home right now. That does play a role. Yeah, well, well, it, it does, and there's there's not much I'm going to be able to do about it. But there is something to be said where it's, hey, you know, you can you can forego sleep, but there is going to be a drop in performance, and and the only way way you need to track that is by measuring. You know, you just you pay attention, you look at what your performance is, and you compare it before and after. And you see, you see the difference. It takes a toll here. It takes a toll here. It takes a toll, you know, here as well, physically, mentally, spiritually, it hits you all places sleep. It's one thing I don't think we should mess with. How, how many hours you need doc? What, what's your schedule? Uh, you know, eight is a recommended. So seven to eight. Um, and I think when I generally average seven, I'm pretty good. Now it's different for everybody. And it's different for your age group and, and such as you get older, you need less actually funny enough. Um, that's why you find some of the older folks that can get off on, you know, four or five hours and, and be productive. They generally go to bed earlier, wake up throughout the night, but then I'd also take some naps. Uh, so they might see some of that too. Not always though, but it is generally based on what it is, but finding like most things, finding your sweet spot where you're most productive is trial and error. So, you know, and we do have the nice ability these days of a lot of apps that can help track it. So they can see when you're in different sleep cycles to make sure that you're getting the appropriate amount of time in all those. Now, they're not 100%, but they give you more data than we've ever had in the past. So there's a lot of tools that you can use to to enhance that. Just absorbing everything you said, I, I, I feel like I asked you a question where you could have been like seven. <laughs> that could have been your answer. You uh, you went out there, but you're right. I, I mean, those, those sleep trackers are really interesting. Um, I appreciated it with the Fitbit you know, when I wore one, but it was weird because I, it would tell me I'd get great sleep and I'd be like, no, 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 that was not great sleep. And then other nights I'd be like, oh, your sleep was crappy. You had crap sleep. And I actually feel really good. So I think there's something to be said about like what it's measuring and then what you're actually, what your actual experience is physiologically speaking. Um, when you say well, like most things, hours, there's more than one factor, right? Like there's more okay. than one factor that's at a play. So, so here was the one big piece of insight for me wearing, wearing a trackable and, and talking about sleep. I remember wearing it and, you know, you go to sleep and you, you say, Hey, I get eight hours of sleep. It's a great night, but you actually end up like if you're a light sleeper, which I happen to, to be sometimes it, or, you know, on a regular basis, apparently, uh, eight hours of sleep is really not eight hours of sleep for somebody like me. It's only seven. So, so. You know, in my head, before wearing the trackers, I was like, oh, I got eight hours of sleep. I got a good night's sleep. But it really doesn't mean I should be sleeping nine hours and, and getting eight true hours of sleep. Or is, you know, going to bed for eight hours and getting seven hours cool? I mean, that, it's kind of one of the questions top of mind for me on that. Well, that's where I go back to the same thing is how do you feel when it when you're when you get that average? Is it's, is that working for you? Do you feel tired? Do you feel energized? Do you feel like you're accomplished? That's why we track and measure things because, you know, otherwise we're just using our assumption on what we think is happening. And as we know, you know, our remembrance of actual data and timing, not always the most accurate. Um, so, what are you, you saying? Know, why those <laughs> things? Why even while the Fitbit might not be as fully accurate, you're going to look at the trends, right? You're not going to just look at that one data point. You're going to look at the trends over time and see how that looks for you. 
So not every eight hours is going to be exact, but if you see a bunch of those time zones hanging out in the same area, then you can see the trend on that. So I, I'm going to put, I'm going to push down this path a little bit further, just kind of digging into wearables. Um, you've worn them. I know you have, I've worn them. Mm -hmm. um, probably most of our audience at this point has used them. Uh, what's your feeling over, over tracking? Is that, is there, a, is there an issue with over tracking with the wearables? Uh, are people putting too much emphasis on tracking everything? Like most things, you know, everyone could over obsess about things. Um, I don't tend garbage to do that garbage myself. Out. Right. Like, so I look at, you know, I think a lot of us probably just scroll through it like, oh, that's interesting numbers. I don't know how much of our tracking it. Um, very detailed. I'm not an athlete either, though. So my performance is not measured the same way someone else might be that if they were, you know, getting ready for a major event where they would have to have some better tracking. But it's interesting to see the heart rate, like what your resting heart rate gets down to. Um, I did try the whoop for a little while. That was very interesting to kind of see some of their heart rate tracking that they used and their recovery numbers. Um, and little things like, you know, going out drinking the night before will have a big effect on that number. Uh, you know, a lot of exercise the day before will have a different effect. So there is some definitely changes that happen. Um, but for my goal, it was probably a little overkill. But if I was a highly tuned athlete, like some of those that are using it, it's not overkill. It's very useful information. So again, I think what most things is we can take it in moderation and use it as a good tool, um, but depending on our needs and what we would try to get out of it. But some of them yeah, are crazy. I, like I feel like uh, you can get. Where? Oh, it's, it's, it's a lot like the Garmin's have a crazy amount of detail. Um, you know, especially the higher end garments, for example, you know, especially if you're an athlete and exercising, but you know, I've got, a, I've got a feeling, you know, there, there's an extent where tracking and measurement is important to kind of determine how you're doing and, you know, to, to work to achieve goals. But I think, I think you can kind of get like stuck on that scale mentality. You know, when people diet, they're so focused on the scale, they're not really focused on just eating right and being healthy and all those things. And I think wearables and tracking some of this stuff leads to that mentality. It's like that scale mentality, which is problematic. So, so I have a personal feeling that there are times where it's good to do it on occasion. And then there's times where you probably should be backing off and just kind of refocusing on, on the process and just the overall uh, well-being that you're trying to achieve. Right. And then I think it goes back to how you feel, right? So the same thing with what you're saying with that is that that's, that's the real true measurement. How do I feel when I'm doing these? Now, if those numbers help you like narrow down along with the feeling, that can be some beneficial information. But yeah, I think we can get caught up in trying to find out too much information. Some are really interesting though, too. And I think one of the things that I would like to see um, and play around with more is the ones that wake you up intuitively. So they're supposed to be able to track your cycle and, and give you a, like a nice, um, gentle wake up. So it starts to happen in the process that's supposed to happen. I don't know how accurate that is, but I've seen it looks pretty good on the research. So I'd love to play around more with that. Man, you must, you must have a different like headspace than I do, because I, I got to tell you, I, like, uh, if I got something to do, I don't get woken up like by my alarm. I wake up before my alarm. I mean, I got one of those like clocks in my head where it's my alarm set for 530, 528, 529. I'm up. A lot of times, unless I'm absolutely exhausted, I'm, you know, I've got that, that, I don't know if it's neurosis or what. I got that trigger, man. 
we're all different. That's why you know, <laughs> it's not a one size fit all, which just goes back to my answers. Yeah, of course it depends. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can I, tell you people that I, I know that have, that. I had a roommate one time way back. Uh, his alarm would go off for like two hours straight and he would not budge. Was he like and a snoozer was, or the same alarm? No, he just slept. It, it, was, and it, it was, was, it was on his cell phone. He just slept so through the same part alarm. of a song. And it was, uh, what song was it? It was, I forget. Wait, it was part of a song Rush. that just, just it was on Rush. Loop, yeah, so it was a Tom Sawyer Rush. <laughs> so it would just be the same opening line from that song on repeat for hours. And we would have to like scream, knock down his door and make sure I'll be around your alarm. And he would sleep through all of that. But every day still stead. I'm like, why are you setting wow. it two hours early if you're not getting up anyways? It's obviously not working as an alarm. That was uh, <laughs> that's when you had the roommate meeting <laughs> it's after a while. A fail. It's a little it's a alarm fail right there. Uh, so I still have dude, I, I still I, have I, some so, traumatic moments when I hear that song come on. <clears throat> One of us freeze. There we go. I I I froze I froze for a second there. I mi I missed what you said. I thought you were just really deep in thought. I'm like, oh, that's. No, no. <laughs> I, was I was reading Tom Tommy's question. Have I still been able to exercise these days without the sleep? And I'll tell you what, I got asked this question multiple times uh, th this week. Yeah, I, I, ne I never stopped. I'm still going out there. I took, uh, we went into the hospital on a Wednesday, which is a day off for me. And by Monday, I was back in the, uh, back in the routine. Um, so I really only missed Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And I'm very grateful because yeah, funny enough, Tommy, I, I, I normally I meditate after I exercise pretty much every day. And my meditation this last time I tried to meditate, I did not bother today. I, I, I tried yesterday and uh, I'm on a hardwood park bench and I'm sitting erect. Right. You know, but I got earplugs in, so it's quiet. And I close my eyes and I'm meditating. and I try to do 10 or 15 minutes. And, and in six minutes, I fell asleep twice, you know, chin, chin, chin to the chest type of situation. So I finally gave up. Uh, so I have, I've lost my, my meditation routine because I just can't stay awake there for right now. But, uh, the exercise is one thing keeping me sane. Uh, I think that's where I get half my energy. Good excuse to be out of the house, right? I do enjoy that story. Cause I think that's what happens to me a lot of times when I try to meditate or I, you know, you just fall well, asleep watching TV at night. Maybe occasionally I meditate, I guess. Or just fall asleep. <laughs> you mean you, you mean you fall asleep on the couch in front of the TV? Okay. Yeah, I'm not meditating. <laughs> as you know. It's uh all right. If I were to sum this up though, and, and I were to say, hey, you know, if you're trying to increase your performance and, and be better and get better, get some more sleep. Try try that. You know, see it's stepping back a little bit and getting more sleep helps you because I can certainly tell you. After a couple years of really the uh, intensity on my focus on getting to bed early and getting a lot of rest, uh, to to lose it and for a great reason, but to lose it, I see the difference. Yeah, you know, I see it in the workouts. I see it in in my attention to detail. I uh, I see it in just uh, my you know my my willpower. You know that muscle is a little bit a little bit like more worn out today than it than it normally is. So to sum that up, the most important things. If you want high, 
Have a newborn. Yeah. <laughs> or don't have the newborn and get some sleep. Like, those are your two options. I'm right. sure you have more options, yeah. but those are two good ones. Yeah. yeah. They're, 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 the, they're the best ones. So we also had an uh, event this week. Like a killer. We did. Event. Or was that last week? We did. It was technically last week. That was, that was, was in a week's time. That, that that was last week, but I think I think our listeners like Tommy Dio really appreciate this. We we hosted a, a live networking event, and we 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 went pretty pretty hard on this one to to make it a great event, uh, and and I think a whole lot of uh, what we wanted to accomplish is the type of atmosphere that I experienced in the networking group, which is where I met Tommy. So a big shout out to the networking group. For anybody who watches this or listens, who's a part of that, run by Michael Goldberg and, and co-hosted by Tommy D. Uh, they are the two guys that run that. And we took a lot of the spirit of that about just having better intentionality and driving more impact. And we launched Evolve Networking here in Southeast Florida. And it was a total hit. It was awesome. Yeah, great tenants, great you feedback. Share with them all what we did, Doc? Just so much fun. I mean... I think that's the biggest part was just the amount of fun that not only I had, but just the feedback that I had of uh, from the guests and all the participants. They were just how different it was. We like to innovate. We like to keep you on your toes. Um, and that was part of the strategy that we did. So I'm not going to give all the details away because we want you to start showing up to our events. And um, if you're local and, and appeals that, but we did, you know, we did a couple of things to keep people. We had a, a black envelope that was a surprise that everyone held on to towards the end of the event, uh, which got a lot of great uh, reaction, a lot of great intrigue. Uh, but the reaction, and it turned out even better as an exercise than I thought it would. Uh, people were really, really engaged with it. So that was one of my favorite parts. And of course, we delivered some very good messaging along with some great networking. So we didn't talk the whole time. It's not like this where we babble and babble on, but we did give some quick tips and some things that were very strategic on how to make networking better. And um, we saw the results right away. Like we saw the outcome and it was, it was happening right in the moment, but it was just so much fun to be around some great people. Uh, we had really, really quality people at this networking um, and it was just super enjoyable to be back out there and had some great sponsors. And I want to, you know, make sure we shout them out uh, peak title, uh, Sam Adams, Tito's, Brightline, uh, all, all my magnificent sponsors that helped out make this event yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we, we went all out. It was really cool. It was cool to have Schwag. It was cool to have uh, the Tito's girl there. It, it was really cool to be able to do it at Brightline Station. This was here in Fort Lauderdale, Tommy. So anybody local here to Southeast Florida that's in the area in Broward, we're planning on doing more of these. Uh, and yeah, it absolutely was live. We had, I think, over 50 people join us. Uh, which is pretty amazing for an event in, in the midst of this environment. And uh, I, I think it's cool, Doc. We, we incorporated storytelling, a little bit of workshop and mastermind attached to it, a fun exercise. And there is nothing like giving something to somebody and then saying you're not allowed to open it. Not, not until we tell you. Because then the whole time they're like, well, what is this? By the, when you actually give them a chance, this is one mistake we made, right, Doc? We, we told everybody, okay, we were almost done sharing kind of how you can get a hold of us. And, but before we said that, we were like, okay, now you can open up the, that, that black envelope. Oof, that was it. <laughs> we had to shut up. We had, we, nobody was paying attention to us after that. <laughs> That's yeah, right. the, uh, 
the attention was now focused fully on that black envelope. So I wouldn't say it's a mistake. It was a learning opportunity to make sure that we can keep improving. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it was. But it was a lot it, of fun. Very, very much. Yeah, and very much in the spirit of the networking group and uh, and, and and everything I've had the chance to be exposed to with, with that that group of great people. So looking forward to doing more of these, maybe, maybe outside of Fort Lauderdale as well as a few other locations and with some other really good sponsors and groups. So if you're in Southeast Florida, keep an eye out. Evolve now. If you're interested in doing any events with us or anything, we're always listening to ideas and uh, we like to work with people. So it is a great thing. It is. Well, man, what do you what do you think? Are we are we doing a little shorter tonight? I'm a little bummed you're not you're not having a drink. I don't like to drink alone. It's, it makes me feel awkward. I mean, it sounds like a personal problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or more like you're rubbing it in because I don't have a. I do have my water though, and it is nice, icy cold. Uh, I got this going for me. Staying hydrated. Yeah. Yeah, mm, swallowed it without choking this time. Like an improvement. Look at that. I got goals. And Tommy, any any time with the shout out, brother. Love, love being able to to shout out great people, great events, and great networking. There's not enough of it. Uh, there's a reason I come back, and you'll be seeing me uh, tomorrow night. I am I am carving out the time, brother. You can't keep me away. You can keep me away because I don't know. Actually, I will be doing something if you are listening live. Um, this is actually a really cool thing. Uh, so I'm part of the Scleroderma Foundation, a nonprofit, and I'm on the board. And we are going to be down by the Fort Lauderdale parking garage down by the beach in Las Olas there. If you're local, you know the parking garage that they built. They are going to be lighting it up teal, glean, teal green, teal blue, teal, whatever teal is. The parking garage will be teal and uh, in reference to Scleroderma Day. And we are going to be celebrating that. So if you're locally in the area, come down and help celebrate that. It's going to be around 8 p.m. Um, it's a great, great foundation. And if you're not aware, and reach out to me or do some Googling. And I'm now taking bets on whether the doc actually does have tequila in that tumbler or not. Because it's starting to sound like you do. The doc has been talking for about eight hours straight in sessions today. Uh <laughs> So there has been a lot of brain power already used. This is bonus time. You, you, you know what we say. You should, you should have little breaks between your sessions. A little me time. Maybe, we maybe normally you should, should. Be doing some polyphasic sleeping. We did, I mean, I had a few minutes to run little, to the restaurant twice. That was about it. I Nap would be ideal. Not sure how that goes over as well in session. <laughs> yeah, you're pampering um, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to figure I, out how I, to I involve that in it. Cognitive behavioral good nap session. therapy. I'm going to coin that. We're going to create that. Hey, I'm, I, Is I, that billable? I, I'll sign me up. <laughs> You're talking to the target audience right now. Sign right? Me up I, think for that, that. I think that there's something out there. I think we have it. We got it covered. Uh, right. Awesome. Tommy. We will definitely connect. I think that's a good Tommy's comment there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're a local, those are yeah, some Tom, cool Tommy, things. I should, I should on. link you two up. Yeah. We won't wait for you. We got it. Tommy and I will connect very shortly. 
Uh, not tonight, though, because I can't get words out, apparently. We'll get you two linked up. Uh, also, you know, everyone, well, before I, we let off. It, I feel like you're on a delay. I feel like you're on the delay. Maybe we're both on a delay. Who knows? Technology. Uh, but I do want to say uh, <laughs> this weekend is coming up. We have the 4th of July. So this will probably be coming out either on the 4th or the week after if you're listening to podcast world. Um, and have a safe, safe holiday weekend. Um, everyone be safe just with everything going on out there. And just, you know, if you are going to party, do it responsibly. We want all of our listeners to be around with us on July 5th. So we want to be able to celebrate and have a good time, but also be safe. That's my words of wisdom. Happy 4th of July, everybody. That's a good one. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Tommy, thanks for uh, giving us some love on LinkedIn, man. And look forward to seeing you, buddy. For everybody else, I'm JB, and I am out. And of course, you can find us at jbandthedoctor.com or on all your social media at jbandthedoctor. And check out the Evolve Networking and our local blog. And of course, our podcast that comes out once a week. And if you need anything else from us, you know where to find us. Otherwise, we'll talk to you later. Peace out, yo.